I'm Mindy Peterson, and this is Enhanced Life with Music, a look at music's effect on our everyday lives. A lot of us are watching more TV than usual during these days of quarantine, and today we're going to take a look at how music plays into what we're watching, how it shapes the plot, how it influences our experience as a viewer. With us today to help us out with us is Steve Mulholland, who is right here in Minneapolis. I'm always amazed at how many incredible people are right here in Minneapolis. Steve has over 30 years of experience creating content for television. He is a writer, producer, and director whose clients have included Disney, ABC Television Networks, Amazon Prime, Warner Brothers Studios, NBC Universal Networks, and the CW Network. Steve's work has supported TV series, including The Man in the High Castle, Scandal, Grey's Anatomy, and Supernatural. Welcome to Enhance Life with Music, Steve. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you, Mindy. There are a lot of us, myself included for sure, who have no idea how the sausage is made when it comes to <laughs> TV shows. Could you start us off by giving us a very general overview of how a TV show comes into existence? I'm guessing it starts with writers coming up with a concept and pitching it to networks. And then once a network is interested, what happens next? Wow, that's yeah, that's a long involved process. From from my standpoint, we kind of get in after a show has kind of hit the ground running. We have been involved with television series uh, from the pilot or just before the mm-hmm. pilot. Um, in the case of of Lost, which was a big hit series on ABC uh, that ended ten years ago, hard to believe. Uh, we were involved in promoting and documenting the the making of the pilot, the launch of the series. And by the time it was over, Lost had confounded so many viewers and, and confused so many viewers, and ABC wanted to to get those viewers on board and, and really embrace the series. We had uh, completed over 15 hours of primetime programming that was devoted just to explaining the series. My work is involved more in, in once a series has taken off or has launched or has debuted. But in, in terms of, of television series, you know, the, the traditional model was was always the pilot season, and uh, television writers and producers would come up with an idea for a pilot. Mm-hmm. They would uh, write a, a treatment. They would present it to a network. They would get a green light to write the script. Um, the script is written. The pilot is shot, and then it goes through a long process of reviews uh, for networks to select which pilot is going to be put to air. So mm-hmm. that's really... The, the the origins of a television series now that's that's changed somewhat with streaming and it's really sort of uh, altered the landscape of how television uh, series are are brought to the public mm. you know there there really isn't a television series anymore it's 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 year round shows are launched all the time it's really more of a month to month process as it is uh you know debut in the fall and finales in the spring kind of sure. uh of schedule of television yeah i guess i hadn't thought about that but with amazon prime and netflix and all those hulu you know all those different streaming platforms they're creating their own content original to their platform so i guess that makes sense that it's just kind of shows starting whenever 
That's true. It's year round, and it's it's a it's a great time to be a fan of watching television. You know, I don't know how productive it is, but um, you know, in the times we're living in, it's it's been helpful. At what point in this process does music start to factor into the discussion? Is it after the pilot shot? Is it before? Let me preface our entire conversation by telling you that I have no musical talent. <laughs> um, I can't read music. I can't play music. I cannot sing. But I am a lover of music. I'm a consumer of music. And in my work, the best thing that I can do that I can bring to our team that's working on a project is identifying what the right music is for a given mood or feeling that we're trying to convey. Okay. So, you know, music is um, obviously it's very instrumental to television and film. Most of the time, it's the last thing that gets done right before the final audio mix and, you know, that's not because it doesn't take priority. That's usually because a television series is first it's written, it's shot, it's edited. And once it's locked, that's when the composer comes in mm-hmm. or the music supervisor comes in and says, OK, they watch this a particular um, episode. They see where it's going. They see what they want to convey musically. Uh-huh. And they'll they'll post score that film or that that episode of television. Okay, it's it's not unlike what what I've been involved with. You know, we're not producing television series per se. We, what we're doing is is helping the public gain awareness of a television series, or if a television series is ending. Um, currently, right now, I'm working on a project that is celebrating 15 years of a television series that's going to be ending in May. So we're producing an hour special that that looks back on the entire 15 seasons. Okay. So in our work, we're, we're taking all of these seasons of a television show, whether it's 15 seasons or one season, there's times when we uh, will produce a, an hour long special that gets viewers caught up on a particular series, maybe they've missed the boat on a hit series, and mm-hmm. they want to get caught up. We'll do an hour special that recaps mm. an entire season in an hour. Okay. And what we're really trying to do is match the tone and the feeling of the series so that when you watch an hour special about this series, it has the same feeling that you would get if you are watching an episode of the series itself. So mm-hmm. so we're, we're, we're cutting all of this footage down, moments from the series, you know, interviews with, with cast or creators and trying to tell a story about this series. Mm-hmm. What we're doing, too, by trying to match the, the tone and feeling of the series is using the series score. So that gets kind of complicated in the edit edit process. That is for us too the last thing that we kind of do in our process, which uh-huh. is 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 take music and apply it to score our own episode. If that makes any okay. sense at all. Yeah. So <laughs> how many TV shows actually have original scores? Well, that's a good question. Most most of the series that we have worked on do. Some are more involved than others. In the case of Lost, it, it's really a great story. I don't know if you're familiar with Michael Giacchino. He has um, he has scored a number of television series and films. Um, he works a lot with J.J. Abrams, and he was the composer for Lost. Mm-hmm. And if you if you're a music lover, I highly recommend watching the series. It it is a full orchestra. Every episode is is individually scored, and um, there's an interesting story about the creators. We we I became close with uh, the creators of the series, uh, Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof. And Carlton tells a story of the first time that they actually went to the orchestra chamber to watch the series being scored. Mm-hmm. And it happened to be a turning point episode in the series, the first episode of the series. They had just gone through an incredible first season. And there was this big epic scene of some of the cast members 
trying to find rescue there you know if you're if you're not familiar with lost it's about a group of people who plane crash on an island and survive in somewhere in the south pacific they launch a raft to go find rescue and the raft launch was sort of symbolic to everybody that was working on the show it was it was um how are they going to build this raft to make it seaworthy how are they going to film this scene the entire cast kind of came together and made this incredible scene of this this raft taking off into the ocean mm. and so the creators went to the the orchestra hall where Michael Giacchino mm-hmm. and his orchestra were scoring this scene and he described it as just this incredible profound moment to hear this music scoring this really poignant scene for the mm-hmm. series and at the end of it all of the orchestra were tapping their bows and congratulating everyone involved with the show and it was he's, he described it as this really profound moment oh. so so you know um that's a case where music is is such a huge central part of a of a uh-huh. series yeah. you know the television series that we're more involved with are, are dramas we've we've worked with some comedy series but most of them are dramas and it's I think the drama series tend to have their own, their own original score that okay. is you know that is unique to each episode. Uh, many have themes for different characters or different character relationships. If there's a love story uh-huh. on the series, there's a score that's those characters' theme or that particular character's theme. Mm-hmm. So I think you know, of course, it's very budget dependent. Um, sure. You know, based on you know what, what the budget is for music. Yeah, but. Um, you know, no, Grey's Anatomy, didn't they use a lot of pre-existing soundtracks by stars? Or did they those did. become big hits because of the show? <laughs> or well, both? you know, that's, that's very interesting you bring that up because, yeah, Grey's did launch a lot of artists' careers. They would use, you know, some artists that might not be in the mainstream, mm-hmm. but the popularity of the series helped launch that artist. So, okay. yeah, yeah, there's a, a series that we've worked with on the CW network that uses a lot of 70s rock. You know, so mm-hmm. there are a number of series that use popular music, licensed music, and mm-hmm. it's very, very effective. You know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. What about theme songs for shows? Like you think about the iconic Friends theme song. Sure. You know, at what point is that theme song put together? Well, it's funny. I just heard a story about Friends and about the Rembrandts, and they were from, I believe they were from Minnesota. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll and, have to look and, that up. Uh, <laughs> so are there different musicians who are involved in writing the theme songs than the musicians who are involved in scoring the show? That's a good question. My guess is probably yes. I can't say for certain. Okay. It's a little removed from, from where my work is. Sure. So, well, you um, said that you do quite a bit of selecting the music that will enhance the mood of a particular scene or a particular show, right? That's correct. And and generally, we're, we're using show score that's already existing. But we'll also supplement that with what we call needle drop music, which is from a library. Um, but for the most part, we're using existing show score you know most of our projects are an hour long in length Mm -hmm. and they're trying to match the the tone and the flavor of an actual episode of the series so so we'll we'll use show score and place it in our specials to accentuate a moment to heighten a moment to just bring uh the emotion that needs to be brought to to each moment of the special sure and what do you notice about how that does shape the viewer experience how it shapes the connection of the viewer with the plot how how integral do you see the music being oh i think it's huge i think it's um 
if you see a television show or a film without the soundtrack, mm-hmm. without the, without the score, yeah, it's like night and day. It's amazing what music brings to any piece of of visual entertainment or to any piece of visual content, a television commercial, uh, you know, a short film, anything. Okay. Music is just going to bring it alive, and uh-huh. um, there's just there's no disputing that. I mean, there are times when an absence of music is called for and it's it's the right decision to make when you're trying to create a moment mm-hmm. but when there when music is intended to enhance a particular theatrical moment and then it's stripped away it's so it's amazing to watch it's mm. it's amazing to see because it, you just realize how much power the the effect that music has uh-huh. on on sure. entertainment Sure. Yeah. It's interesting to me to see how certain songs are pulled into TV shows that may be from various genres. Like, for example, I was watching an episode of New Amsterdam recently and Claire de Lune was playing, which mm-hmm. I mean, Claire de Lune is also used in Ocean's Eleven, one of those one of those movies. You know, it's been used in a lot of movies. Yeah. But it's just kind of interesting to see how that classical song was played and pulled in when usually that show does not use a lot of classical music. You think about the jazz music that was used in Cosby and how that contributed to the feel of the the show and the mood. If you're working on a particular show, do you get involved in this would be a great spot for a classical song because of what mood we're trying to convey? That's a good question. That's certainly something that we consider a lot of times we are bound to using show score for budgetary reasons okay. or we we're bound to using a particular needle drop library which you know might which contains all kinds of music you a know needle uh, class drop library what's that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well needle drop music is a big catalog of well usually typically it's a big catalog of music all genres you can think of rock pop jazz Okay. classical country okay. um but it's it's not licensed it's it's not something you'd hear on the radio it's it's made particularly for production for okay. movies for television for advertising okay you know monday night football the the famous monday night football theme not not the hank williams jr theme but the original one was actually a needle drop library cut okay. it was taken from from apm associated production music which has thousands and thousands of cuts of music. And they, that was pulled to be used for the theme to Monday Night Football. Oh. And it's been the theme ever since. And I'm sure it was pulled originally because it was less expensive than paying a composer to mm, compose sure. original music. you know. Yeah. So, But to answer your question, yeah, we're, we're always trying to enhance our work with music, whether it's classical music or rock or something orchestral. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's funny that you you mentioned um, Claire de Lune because I remember the first time that I really became aware of that song was from a film. Uh, mm. It was an Al Pacino film called Frankie and Johnny, a little obscure oh. film. I think he did with Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, and and they used Claire de Lune in that film, and I thought, oh my god, this is <laughs> this is beautiful. Yeah, you know, so yes. yeah, yes, that's one of those songs. I've I've had people tell me that they've cried after listening to it. It's just an incredible song. <laughs> Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Well, and that same composer, Claude Debussy, composed so many songs that are completely different, too. Gollywog's Cakewalk. It's really interesting to hear the whole full repertoire of what he wrote. 
Huh. Well, neat. Well, if listeners want to learn more about your work, connect with you, what do you recommend that they do? Well, most of my work is at hotter.tv. That's H-O-D-D-R.tv. Just about every one of our specials that we've produced in the last 10 to 15 years is posted there. Okay. And if anyone wants to reach out to me, um, they can feel free to email me at uh, sdmulholland. That's S-D-M-U-L-H-O-L-L-A-N-D at gmail.com. Okay. I ask all my guests to give listeners what I call an improv, a practical suggestion, hack, an experiment that will enhance listeners' lives for music. Do you have a suggestion for us today? Sure. You know, we kind of touched on it earlier, you know, the the absence of music um, from a particular piece of visual content. And I I love to go online sometimes and and just hear certain pieces of of production, whether it's a song, whether it's uh, a film that is stripped away of of all music. So if you were to go online and just Google uh, Freddie Mercury, no vocal tract, Mm -hmm. you'll find a number of Queen songs where it's just Freddie Mercury's vocal track. And of course, Freddie Mercury was an amazing artist and had a tremendous voice. But it's really interesting to hear a a Queen song like Bohemian Rhapsody that's just, it's stripped away of everything Mm. but the vocal track. So it, you know, I think something like that really is is fun to do. And it's, it really illustrates, at least to me, the power of music. Because it's, for me, music is kind of a mystery. Like I said, I have no musical talent. Uh But I can, I, you know, I do know how it makes me feel. I knew the power of music and and what it can do for visual content in in my work. And um, it just brings that magical element that, uh, that I, I guess I can't define, uh-huh, but sure. I'm sure your your listeners could better define it than I can. Yeah, well, that's neat, though. I mean, I think that's one of the things that's so special about music is you don't have you can be an amateur, you can be a, an appreciative listener, an observer of it, and and really get a lot out of it. Uh, I have a brother. My parents made all of us take one year of piano lessons when we were growing up, and after the year, they said you can. Keep taking if you want, but you are allowed to quit after a year if you want. And uh, my older brother ended up switching to a band instrument after his year. I kept up with piano. My younger brother, we were all kind of like, please quit. (laughs) 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 And uh, but he and he did. And he's he I don't think has a whole lot of interest in making music and playing music. But he has always had a great appreciation for music. And I think that's something that's really cool about music. You don't need to understand exactly how it all works to appreciate the magic and what it does to a story and the telling of a story when you're watching, uh, for sure, a TV show. That's so true. I, that, I'm, it's good to hear you say that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but you don't really have to understand it to really appreciate it and enjoy it. Absolutely. It's, it's all around us, really. Yes, yes. Yes. Soundtrack of our life, it's been said. Yeah. Yep. Well, I do ask all my guests to close out our conversation with a musical ending. I call it a coda by sharing a song or a story about a moment when music enhanced your life. Is there a song or a story you can share with us today? Well, I'm certainly not going to sing, <laughs> but... Um... I I, can't, I would like to share a story, and this is a great question because as we've talked about how important music is to our lives, for me, it's um, it always puts me in a in a certain place. I could be driving down the road, driving driving somewhere, and I and listen and hear a song will come on the radio, and it will immediately transport me to a certain time and place, or it'll make me think of somebody. 
And um, I've, I've sort of came to the realization recently that, you know, now more than ever, music is really, really important. I've got a huge collection of CDs that I've digitized mm -hmm. and it's not really convenient to to play them on our home system and so we we were listening to pandora free pandora which is great i love mm -hmm. pandora mm -hmm. but i i finally bit the bullet and i said okay we're going to subscribe to spotify we're going to have any song we want mm -hmm. at our fingertips uh -huh. and that's that's what we're doing now because i i just feel like music is really important and i want to be if i want to listen to a song immediately i want to be able to do it so uh -huh. so now we're spotify customers but this all was preceded by an experience that I had watching a film with my wife. We were watching the movie yesterday, mm. which if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Oh. It's a wonderful, wonderful film. And I won't give away too much other than there's a big event that happens in the world, um, like almost like a power <laughs> outage. Okay. And, and everything goes dark for about a minute. And the lights come back on all over the world. And... Everything is exactly as it was, except the Beatles had never existed. Oh, okay. So, and nobody has ever heard of the Beatles. There's no knowledge of the Beatles, except for one person who happens to be the struggling musician, remembers the Beatles, and he can't figure out why nobody knows who the Beatles are. And, mm -hmm. you know, he does research and he realizes, okay, something really weird happened. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows who the Beatles are, so I'm going to recreate their music. And so he, he, he goes about recording their music and it starts to pick up steam and pretty soon the world is, is is sort of learning about the Beatles and hearing their music and and that's as far as I'll go as far as the plot but as you're watching this film it was kind of overwhelming to in a period of an hour and a half to hear all of this music that the Beatles created and how unique and different every song was and how creative it was and and and, you know, you realize how fortunate we were to – that we are to have this music in our lives. Mm -hmm. And it really is kind of miraculous because if you think about it, look at all the things that had to happen and fall into place for the Beatles to exist. You know, they could have easily never existed. You know, maybe right. John Lennon and Paul McCartney um, had a falling out in high school and the, the band never formed. You know, and you could say that about a lot of artists. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what happened to – to put them in a place to create the music that is there for us to just to simply enjoy. Mm -hmm. So um, that was what I took away from that film uh -huh. is just how lucky we are to have music in our lives, to have these tremendous artists that are creating music for us to listen to. So mm -hmm. um, I highly recommend that movie. Well, I'll have and to see it. I, I have not yeah, seen it because I oh, was it, like, oh, it sounds kind of, you know, it, it, corny. It sounds a little corny. <laughs> I'm, gl I'm glad to know it's so good. I'll have to watch it now. It's funny and it's very entertaining. And yeah, it's a great movie. I, I, I do recommend it. I'll have to check it out. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today and sharing with us a little bit more about how the magic of music affects our TV viewing experience. I just wa finished watching the last season of Madam Secretary, and I kind of feel like going back and listening to it now and just noticing more the the music and the soundtrack and how it affects my experience as a viewer. Oh, absolutely. And you know, and if I used to be a big collector of soundtracks, of films and television shows. I've gotten away from that, but it's it's really interesting to hear just soundtracks on their own as well. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you we talk about stripping 
something stripping music away from something and you realize oh this is a huge void here mm-hmm. and then to listen to soundtracks and to try to imagine okay well what moment does this fit on <sighs> in this movie or something you know it's it's really interesting yeah that's a good but, point because i've listened to randy newman's soundtracks before like uh toy story and he just has some great theme songs or like you've got a friend in me you know those songs yes. are just fantastic especially when my kids were younger so i've gotten the soundtrack before and listened to that and you go from something like you've got a friend in me to this very orchestral song that is very long <laughs> and right. you can just feel the different moods changing and you know the drama kind of building and then it kind of tapering off and you're like oh what scene was happening during the song <laughs> exactly it's it's amazing because yeah you you've got two things going you have a narrative going but you have this this soundtrack going as well and when you split them apart you look at them and hear them very differently mm-hmm. so it's it's an interesting thing to play around with thank you so much to Steve for joining us today thank you listeners for joining us today Congratulations go to listener Betsy in Wellington, Florida, who is the winner of our free book giveaway. Betsy will be receiving a copy of Dr. Indre Visconti's book, How Music Can Make You Better. Thank you, Betsy, for listening to Enhanced Life with Music and for sharing the show with others. I really appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy this book as much as I did. I don't know about you, but since we've been quarantining, I have really been enjoying social media. I really do feel like it provides a social outlet and a way for me to socialize and chat with and see people outside of the three other people who live with me. I always enjoy hearing from listeners, even more so now. Let me know how music has been enhancing your life during your quarantine Or just say hi. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. You can also reach me through email or by leaving a comment on my website. All links can be found on my website, mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, and until next week, may your life be enhanced with music.